and welcome to Photos with Sharita. That's Shara and Rita. We're here together. Hi, Rita. Hi, Shara. All right. We're here with our episode number one of our very first podcast. We are so excited to do this. We want to help you with your photo overwhelm. We've both been entrepreneurs for many, many years. I don't even like to say how many years because then people start figuring out how old I am and that's not relevant, is it? (laughs) But we are both moms and we used to live on different coasts. Rita was a Portland person and I'm in Atlanta, but Rita has moved to Boston and she has two children and I have four. I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about her. I'm going to tell you and you'll figure out my age now unless I had children when I was 12 that I have four kids. I have a 20 almost 28 year old son. I have twin paternal daughters who are 26 and yes I have an 18 year old who just graduated from high school um, in May of this year. So I am a busy mom And I have been an entrepreneur and own businesses having to do with photos and helping people tell their stories, helping helping women become successful in business for lots and lots of years. And this photo journey that we're going to take you on in Photos with Sharita is just born out of passion. We both have VIP business models. We are professional photo organizers, but we have a business model that allows us to work with five people, 10 tops a year. That's how we work with our current clients. And we were just brainstorming about ways that we could reach more people and help more people because we do have to say no to people. And we really do like to help people with their photos. So here's the podcast. Here we are to do just that. And we're going to take you on this photo journey that will help you fall back in love with taking photos and help you find photos on your computer and and just really help you enjoy your photos again and tell those stories because that is really the essence of everything we love about our business and how we work together. Okay, so Rita, tell them a little bit about you and your cross-country move from being, you know, in Portland for all those years and being an East Coast person now. Yes, it's been it's been a challenge, but a good one. Um, I have two children. One is a almost 20 and is going to be a sophomore in college. He stayed in Oregon. And then my daughter is going to be a senior in high school. So she had to make that sort of dreadful move from the West Coast to the East Coast for her junior year of high school. But she's been a quite a trooper about it and is already looking and making the list of all the schools on the West Coast for college. So she will end up back there too. And hopefully sooner or later, uh, my husband and I, but she's the reason we moved to the um, East Coast for a business change. Um, Hopefully we'll be back there uh, sooner than later also. So it's been a challenging move. And I will say moving um, 3,000 miles across the United States with uh, Two cats on an airplane for six hours, always good stories there, but we'll save those for another day. (laughs) And um, it just made me be that much more appreciative of having all my photos almost all organized uh, prior prior to this big move because those were going with me on the plane, meaning my external hard drives, et cetera, were on the bag with me because I still wasn't quite trusting of the 
of the moving van, uh, but like what Shara said is this is something that both she and I have been passionate about for, you know, 20 plus years, really ever since, you know, the children come into the life. That's, I think, when everybody starts to become more in love with taking photos and realizing all those stories that they want to share. So we are super excited to be here to, you know, like Shara said, help you fall back in love with taking photos and really embracing all your digital and printed photos. So a couple, I love, I just love that we're getting to do this. And one of the things is Rita and I talk every week, we're business partners and, and we do some training for professional photo organizers. And we've uh, been speakers at conferences and, and training and helping women grow their businesses. But we talk every week and I said, let's just record our calls. Wouldn't that be a podcast? Because we always have a problem and then somebody has a solution and we're working it out. And, and so anyway, the podcast was born over many conversations. Mm-hmm. I want to laugh a little bit about what I, I've called Rita in the past, which was earthy, crunchy, West Coast person, because I've been a Midwest girl. I grew up in the Midwest and then we moved to Atlanta and we raised our children here in Georgia. So she's really lived in a different part of the world. Now you don't not like Boston. It's, it's a place that's fascinating and full of history. And I know mm-hmm. you've been, you know, a tourist where you live now and which is fun, but I just have to throw in that she didn't know what humidity was. <laughs> as I'm sweating right now as we're talking, and that's not because I'm nervous. It's because it's so flipping humid outside. So <laughs> and our air conditioner isn't working in this lovely little townhome we're renting. <laughs> August in Boston, August in Atlanta, wherever you are, there's probably humidity. I don't know if there's any humidity in Portland ever, but it's very rare. And so she really had to experience humidity for the first time. So I think listeners will enjoy knowing that and, and think of, you know, where you live and uh, that, that weather change that was significant. In addition to what a trooper your daughter was, I moved in high school when I was a freshman and we moved from a, a a suburb of Chicago to a very small town in northern Illinois. So uh, I know humidity. Oh, and then, wait, she also gets to experience snow, like snow, snow, tons of snow. So talk about climate change (laughs) and living it. And then leaving a son for his first year of college on the other coast. So big changes in our lives, um, fun yeah, let's, things let's with the just, kids. <laughs> let's just add that not only do I leave him there, but he decides to take summer school so he can be away from us that much longer. Yeah. Um, it was a very smart thing for him to do because I think he would have, you know, just taken up that much more square footage in this already smaller home that we're in. So we're probably glad that we're not all on top of each other. But from a from a heartstring perspective, it's, you know, makes me sad and worried and, you know, concerned and all those other good things, but he'll be home. Yeah. Well, mom guilt is, you know, dealt in doses big and small all the time. So we really get it. And we get that, you know, sometimes now she's relying on, you know, could you just send me a picture um, through texting with our kids and that's how we communicate. And then what that really means is we get, we have more photos on our phone and, Uh and for moms like us that are picture nuts, um, that they might not be the highest resolution and they'll be, you know, we can't print them and put them in a frame and all of that. So we're going to cover all kinds of things on this podcast and we just love it. But how about if we start with episode one, three steps to get your digital photo life together? We're not going to touch print yet. We're going to talk about digital because we have found for sure, the first thing that people talk to us about when they inquire about photo organizing services or just some general help and advice is 
they can't get their pictures off the phone or they don't know where they are and they don't understand what the cloud is or which cloud they should use. And so we want to give you three easy steps to get your digital photo life together and you can feel confident about that. So let's get started. Okay, Rita, so three steps to get your digital photo life together. It sounds too good to be true. <laughs> but I think well. we can do it. I think we could do it. I think we have this nailed. So stick with us, and we're only going to go one step at a time here. For this episode, we're going to give you one thing at a time, because what we know, working with people with huge photo collections, is that you really do need baby steps. You need to give yourself permission to to the fact that digital has been around since 2003 is about the time that, you know, pretty decent, not decent, really horrible, but at the time, fabulous, fascinating, digital cameras, no film came out. And that means that we're in 2017, so we're talking about 14 years of digital. Did I do the math right? Yeah, and I'm going to say actually even for most people, it might be closer to 11 plus years or so because by then, when the fir they first came out, the digital cameras were so expensive. And so they became quite affordable by, you know, a couple years into that. So, but still, it's a lot of photos to have on our computers or wherever right. they all are. So, so we had digital cameras that came out before, before any of these smartphones. Uh -huh. And oh, so yeah. we want to take you through this step. And what, this is a step we call gather. And I want to talk about setting an appointment with yourself. To, to have a gathering appointment, okay, with yourself. This is the very first thing that people just shrug off and they say, I'll get to it, and it's a someday thing. And we want you to really think about looking at your calendar. If you're driving, listening to this podcast, you don't, well, you could pull over, but you don't have to. When you get to your office or you get back home, I want you to look at your calendar and put a date on the calendar. I highly encourage you for a two-hour block of time but if you can only do one, that's okay. I wouldn't say less than one. But let's go with one to two hours, an appointment day. It's to gather. And it's your commitment to getting your digital photo life together. And you're going to gather all of the photos from all of the different devices. I want to also remind you that we're only doing digital. So think digital. Don't think print. So if you open a drawer and there's a whole bunch of photos in there, just ignore them. Just yeah, for shut now. the drawer quickly. Right? Shut the drawer. Right. Exactly. I mean, we know we know this because we've lived it, even though we're photo organizers ourselves. And I have to say, pretty organized. I'm pretty proud of my photo organization, not embarrassed uh -huh. to show people. But it doesn't mean it's all perfect. And I still find photos, uh, you know, in weird places. So let's talk about that. Let's kind of brainstorm a list. And then at the end of the podcast, don't forget, you can go to... Uh, photoswithsharita.com and you'll see show notes and uh, there's a, there'll be a list of suggestions and, and all of that for you to reference. Okay. So think of these things and then I'm going to have Rita add some more camera cards. Um, oh, and I know you want to get a container, get a container that you're going to put all the stuff in. Okay. And you'll have to decide how big the container is. Could be a shoebox or it could be a plastic, you know, a Rubbermaid kind of tote, but you want, camera cards, because that really starts the digital age. If, if you've never erased them and you have random ones in different drawers and places, you want to think of CDs and DVDs that you could have gotten from a developer uh, or, you know, just somebody gave it to you like a cruise ship or, you know, vacation. Uh -huh. Sometimes they give you a CD. I know I took award trips and they gave CDs, kind of things like that. 
Think of old phones um, that you've saved. I have I have clients who've you know have a couple of phones they don't have cables for anymore, and they know there are still photos on them. So there could be a SIM card, or you need a cable, and you could get that on eBay or Amazon. You can find old cables. And we'll give you kind of a list of the things we used in our gather step as uh, pros. But you can do this on your own, and, and it's, you can do it. We're, we're here for you. We're rooting for your success. And then even old computers. I remember someone said, I have an old computer under my bed that's broken, but I know it has photos on it, and I was hoping someday someone could get them off for me. And then another client handed me a baggie and she was embarrassed and it had 28 camera cards in it. Every time it filled up, she just bought a new one. And so she wanted those to be preserved and protected. No judgment. We just know that these things are hiding in all kinds of places in your house. So what other places have you found photos, Rita, or that you want to remind people to look there? But remember, okay. shy away from the printed. Don't look at the printed. Relieve yourself of that guilt. <laughs> okay, so a couple additional ones would be flash drives. Um, people might refer to them as USB drives or thumb drives. I think we all know what they are. They're kind of handheld and mm-hmm. usually in the shape of a, what's that shape, Shara? Shape of a well, thumb. We're going to call it a thumb. <laughs> a thumb drive. I mean, they're small, rectangular, but some yeah. of them I've seen like our business card. They have all kinds of weird shapes. Yeah, they, they do. Funky little ones, but they're small enough to lose for sure, especially Absolutely. if you don't put a little you know, um, little handheld thing on it. What what are those things called? I don't know, but I put them on there. Lanyard. And them and lanyard. A lanyard thing. or something. Thank you. Yeah. This is why we're partners. <laughs> um, um, a couple. <laughs> sorry. A couple other of the um, things I was thinking of, like external hard drives. You might have a few of those because you've had an old computer that did die and maybe a company, a Best Buy or a Staples or something, copied over your um the contents of your hard drive onto an external hard drive so that could also have photos. And then we're going to really date ourselves here. I'm going to date myself of going way back when, but floppy disks now. Oh my gosh. That is what I was going to say. I was cracking up when you said that. I'm like, floppy disk. Do I say this? I'm uh, the hard ones or the flimsy ones? Cause I know both like oh, hard I case, I know old both. Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But I was but thinking still. the hard ones because I've received those before from people. And um, there are ways, don't panic, there are ways to retrieve the photos off of, um, what were they called, like IOMega. I-O, I-O that was the company, I think, that uh-huh. had the um, readers for those. And they are long out of business. But those, the flash drives, the uh, floppy disks, and the, the external hard drives were what I thought of when you were um, when we were compiling our list there. Right. So when you think of all these things, we want you to just gather them and put them in one box. We don't want you to worry right now about how you're going to get the pictures off of these devices, broken phones or just old phones and all that. It's really just this appointment with yourself to gather everything in one place. Once you do that, then in episode two, we'll tell you, we're going to talk to you about what's next with that, right? And if you're an overachiever, you want to know because you're going to do that too. I always laugh because people have the best laid plans and then when they start looking, you know, it's you open drawers and all of a sudden you are touching the print photos and you're swooning Uh over some baby pictures or getting sentimental and teary eyed and all that kind of fun with digital is you don't really see them, you know, when they're on the devices, you're not enjoying them at all. They've been tucked away and hidden on all of those old things or new things. And then of course your current cell phone, your smartphone that most people have. 
And and if well, we didn't share this, but Rita is Windows and I'm Mac, and she's Android and I'm uh, iPhone. I'm Apple. So we are going to help you through those things as well, and we'll give you resources for that. But right now, just give yourself a high five if you can set a gather appointment with yourself. If you want to enlist family help, you can. I find no cooperation with that whatsoever at my house. And uh, my my older three kids don't live here, but my 18-year-old would not help me with anything, even if I paid her. So, and I don't really think I want my husband's help hunting for things, but if you do and you're working, you know, that's a good teamwork thing, you can do the appointment together. But if not, just an appointment with yourself to get all of these things in one place in a box so that you can go to the next step. And you can do this, you'll be able to do this in like, three easy, you know, um, times. It could be three days or it could be three weeks or it could be three months. But we want to help you move forward and we don't want to give you too much to do at first. It's a big job. Rita, how was it packing up your house to move and being a photo organizer? Did you find photos in weird places or were you really as organized as I I hope you are? (laughs) For digital... I was organized, but what I started doing, which is what this podcast isn't about today, but we will talk about this later, is I started going through all the kids' artwork. And I had gone through a lot of it, but I had this whole fear thing that the truck, you know, I made up this whole scenario about the truck exploding mm-hmm. on its you know, way across country. And, of course, what would be in it would be the photos. I don't care about the couch or the TV, but would be the kids, not the photos, but the, you know, the, the memorabilia right. that you have from your so kids. So you were thinking... You were thinking what's going to happen in Atlanta on I-85, right? Um, coming yes, I don't that was know, horrible. No, you probably didn't have to. They didn't have to go that far down south to get you there. But I hear you. I mean, when I put people's memorabilia and photos in my trunk of my car in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which I did this week, driving, I get kind of a little panicky thinking if anybody hits me, somebody's memories are going to be on the interstate. Yeah. But I just take a deep breath. And I get home safely. So the external photo, the devices and the digital and the computers and all of this stuff, I think what you just said about the memorabilia, again, this is your permission to shut the drawer and shut the cabinet. Try Mm -hmm. really hard in this gather for digital that you stay on task and you don't start touching the paper memorabilia or the photos because that's a totally separate issue. (laughs) And um, I also want to give you two tips along that lines is it's going to be very tempting. Uh, we're talking about Shara's given you a few times where she said, you know, just shut the door. If you see the printed photos, it's going to be tempting to plug in the camera card and or the USB drive because you're going to be like, I just want to see what's on it. Like maybe it doesn't have photos on it. Don't do it because that's going to be a distraction. So just put it into the, the tote or the um shoebox or whatever you have for your gathering mechanism. And the other thing I was thinking of, I tell this to my client a lot, clients a lot of times when they're doing um, this type of task or some other things is put on some favorite music, a CD or something, because then you know by the time that CD's over, possibly you've been working for 45 minutes. It's, it's an accomplishment so that when you're done, you're like, yay, I've done this or have a couple CDs if you know it's going to take you a little longer. It's just something going on in the background. Turn off your phone. Don't get distracted. This is an appointment, like Shara said at the beginning. Set this appointment with yourself. Um, it's a commitment, and you're going to feel very empowered when you're done and very accomplished. So just be focused, and you'll put some music on. I always find that to be a big motivator personally, and it's always seemed to work well with my clients to keep them on task. 
I love that. I love it. I love to have happy music in the background. You can't watch TV while you're gathering because nope. you're going oh, no. into different rooms. So no binge watching. You're not going to carry around your iPad and watch Netflix. You're going to focus on this gather step so you can get everything in one place. And truly, that is what the pros do. We have to gather everything in one place before we can do anything else. We want to see kind of quantity and we want to see what cables we need and we want to see what other kinds of maybe older devices we need to read that floppy disk that you have. We, mm -hmm. We're here to help, I promise. But we, we don't even know until we know what we have. So you've got to get it all in one place. And I just, I think that is so empowering to do that because it's what you've probably been procrastinating about and what drew you to listening to this podcast is like, I want to get my digital photo life together. And then I want to figure out a system on how to get the pictures off my phone and put everything together. And there's so many more things we can dream about on this photo journey, but we're going to do it one step at a time. So we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what day your gathering appointment is at for yourself. Uh, and you know, this is one other just reminder on the appointment for yourself I want to share that I learned a long time ago. And it's about the fact that we set appointments all the time for our whole family. And typically women are the family memory keepers, the historians, the storytellers of the family. But if you're a dad listening, yay for you. I love that too. But primarily it's women. And we, we schedule things and we're the family managers and we have this family calendar and we have appointments for everybody and where they're supposed to be and what time and sports and doctors and dentists and all of that. But we don't really schedule appointments for ourselves. And, and I heard that that's the most important promise um, is the one that you make to yourself. And I'm paraphrasing. It probably was on Oprah. And there's an author I know that's, that has a thing, you know, don't break those promises to yourself. So make this appointment and stick to it because we do it for everyone else. And this is an appointment with yourself and you'll feel better. And it is for your family, too. So. I want you to set that appointment and get all this stuff in one place. And we're excited to tell you what's next with those devices and everything. And we'll do that in our next podcast. We want to thank you so much for listening to this episode number one, Photos with Sharita podcast. Remember to check out the show notes page at ppostudio.com for any links we mentioned. And congratulations on taking the first step to get your digital photos gathered in one place. Be sure to listen to episode two, where we'll share how you can create your own family photo hub. Once you get your own photos organized, who knows, maybe you'll turn this into a business helping other families with their photo collections just like we do. Remember, your photos and stories are your most precious legacy. Mm -hmm.